XRO, Beaverdam, Horicon, and Columbus. A, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. Hear the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, feast your eyes. Open your ears. To the greatest show on earth. The greatest show on earth. That's ego talking. I'm not bragging. It sounds like you brag. I'm not bragging. Hope you can back it up. Only one way to find out. Turn up the great radio. Let's do this. Let's do this. It's showtime, baby. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Well, good morning, all, and welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Friday. Friday. The 8th of the 4 of the 22. I know, we're kind of starting off like every other day, it seems like. It seems like uh, the month is kind of like holding its own to its nickname. You know, the whole April showers thing? I guess this is good news, right? We're getting a lot of moisture into the ground. Hopefully this is going to mean good things. I saw where Texas is uh, in their worst drought in the last 10 years. And obviously there's other places the same way. So I'm feeling pretty good about getting all this rain. This is going to mean we're going to have a lot of green this coming spring. I'm digging that a whole bunch. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, we are playing today's best music. Oh, and we're playing yesterday's favorites as well. And, oh, uh, along the way, we're streaming it live on DailyDodge.com. Lots of stuff to look forward to. I was looking at next week, and once again, we are going full bore with the high school sports schedule on Daily Dodge TV, presented by Columbus Family Dental and the Beaverdam Unified School District. Here's some of the things that we've got upcoming next Tuesday. It'll be 5 o'clock. 4.50 4.50 for the pregame show, 5 o'clock, first pitch. Reedsburg, Beaverdam Baseball. And then we've got games coming up on Thursday, April 21st, April 28th, and Friday, April 29th. Be able to check out those games on Daily Dodge TV. I'm digging that a whole bunch. Uh, today, by the way, is also a really big day for the whip around. That's because Amy is going to be heading to downtown Beaverdam. And going to be going over to um, Nancy Zeman's sewing studio. It'll be from noon to one today. The studio is at 120 Front Street in uh, the Fine Arts District of downtown Beaverdam. Nancy Zeman sewing studio, variety of in-person classes, sewing notions, and so much more. You'll be able to meet the Stitchit Sisters today from one to two. Tomorrow from nine to ten, and then from one to two again on Saturday. And by the way. Can't wait to see this. Sherry will be with Amy today on the whip around, and they're going to teach Sherry, who has zero sewing experience, how to surge sew a skirt. <laughs> I just hope her medical insurance is all paid off, because you know, you start sewing your fingers together, that could be kind of a ugly thing. Make sure you tune in whip around today from 12 until 1, again live. From uh, Nancy Zeman Sewing Studio, 120 Front Street, downtown Beaver Dam. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. How's everybody doing? You ready for the weekend? Yeah. 
I think a lot of people echoing that sentiment. It was weird for me because, um, you know, we were on vacation and then came back midweek. I, I like that. I've always thought about this. Is it is it better to have a day off in the middle of the week, like on a Wednesday? I have the whole day off versus having a long weekend. I know everybody typically will opt for a long weekend. But there is something kind of cool about being off that like one day in the middle of the week. Because then you come back like, hey, I only got two more days to work. Kind of a good feeling. How many of you have a dog? How many of you... Let your dog lick you all over the face. Well, might want to rethink that. I know, if you're a dog lover, you're like, oh, I'm never going to do that. I love it when little Buffy kicks me, kisses me all over the face. A study out on dogs found that letting them lick your face could kill you. Re- what? Researchers in Europe tested the poop of 85 dogs and found 17% of samples contained a super strain of E. coli that is resistant to antibiotics. So when you consider that dogs sometimes, you know, eat that stuff, it could end up obviously in their mouth. They uh, tested the same um, the same situation with cats. And they said it's a lot smaller of a sample, only about 6%. Before you panic, they also tested all the owner's uh, stuff as well. And 13% of those samples had bacteria as well. Everyone in the study was healthy, so it might not be a big deal. But they do think it's not best to let your dog constantly lick you in the face. Isn't that, isn't that one of the fun things about having a dog is getting that... That uh, great feedback from your pet when they're happy to see you. Now you got to worry about getting a super strain of E. coli just from that. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95X. Today's news is being brought to you by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. They are accepting new patients right now at Preferred Dental Partners. The News Ninja, Justin Wilski, is here with a look at news today. What do you got? The Fond du Lac Fire Department's hazardous materials team worked for over five hours yesterday to mitigate a chemical leak at Milk Specialties. Crews were called to the plant at 325 Tompkins Street just before noon. Staff were evacuated as well as residents in nearby homes. It was also reported that the leak caused major delays in railway traffic. Fond du Lac Fire Chief Peter O'Leary says an investigation into the incident is underway, but the leak's cause is still unknown. There were no injuries reported. Federal officials have announced more than $20 billion in transit funding for fiscal year 2022, including about $116 million for Wisconsin. A release from the U.S. Department of Transportation says the funding increases are authorized under the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. The money will support transit agencies purchasing new buses and rail cars, among other things. And the Dodge County Sheriff says a mailing from the Badger State Sheriff's Association is legitimate. Sheriff Dale Schmidt says the honorary membership mailing seeks support from citizens for sheriffs statewide. He says the Badger Sheriff's Association, which he is the first vice president of, represents every sheriff of all 72 Wisconsin counties. An image of the mailing can be found with this news story at DailyDodge.com. And I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. 
And today's news was brought to you by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. They are accepting new patients. You uh, you certainly have been a busy little beaver. I've been trying. Yeah. So what what have you just developed? Something brand new? Uh, well, I'd say we developed something brand new. Um, yeah. Today, I, I, I'm branding it on our behalf, Fitness Fridays. Okay. And uh, if you go to the Daily Dodge Television tab, go to the specialty videos. Um, there is a new video up. It is Take 5 for Fitness, featuring our own ACE-certified trainer, Rick Arman. Yeah, uh, Ninja, Ninja came to me and, and was like, hey, we need, we need some new content mm-hmm. on our Daily Dodge TV thing. You know, what, what do you think? Yeah, I remember we used to do some, some fitness videos. Would you think about doing those again? And I had been playing around for some time because of obviously TikTok becoming so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, you know, we got to start trying to branch out into other things. It's how you get people interested in some of the things that you're doing here at the radio station. Absolutely. And you said, Let, let's let's do something like that. So well, tell me a little bit about this TikTok thing. How does how does this all work? So we also have launched uh, Daily Dodge Television's TikTok, um, which the very first video is a quick tip from you about proper form for squats and push-ups, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. Um, but it ties into our very first workout video from you. Which, for people who are interested, this is essentially a quick five-minute workout. Right. Runs you through five little things that you can do, and you kind of do them in a a repeating session for five minutes. And it gets you a good, solid workout without you feeling like you have to spend a huge amount of time. You don't need special gym equipment. You don't need anything. Um, It's something you can do right there at home with just five minutes. Right. Which is really nice. Yeah. And um, the the, we've always wanted. I know you've been talking about it for a long time about uh, TikTok. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of we're going to be doing other stuff with TikTok. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I expect to see a couple more videos up there today even. Um, We just launched it yesterday, so we've only got one video up there for now. Um, But it's already gaining a little bit of traction. I mean, I will say, the first three subscribers to the channel were me, my wife, and my daughter. (laughs) But... Last night, we got a whole new subscriber that is not a friend of any of ours, that we don't know who this person is, and they're an actual legitimate person. They have their own videos up and everything, but they found our videos, they liked it, they subscribed, and uh, we'll see it continue to grow, I'm sure. And we're going to get more content up there. Basically, anything that could be a snippet of what you might see on Daily Dodge Television, you're going to see it on our Daily Dodge TV TikTok. I'm looking forward to when uh, the morning shows start getting uh, some videos up there. Well, we've already got some creative ideas uh, that may involve you sending me some of these promo audios we've got. Okay. And I've got a uh, creative, artistic person who might be uh, finding a way to uh, cartoon animate it. Oh, really? So we're, we're we're working on some projects right now, but we're going we're gonna to find some ways to make some great content um, just to give people another way to connect to the shows and connect to the people that are here. Because uh, sometimes there's a little bit of a disconnect when you got a radio between you. I know. But now you can see us on video. You know, you can hear us on air. And, uh, of course, uh, as the summer starts to open up and broad fry season kicks off, you'll be able to see us at the broad fries, too. Look at that, boy. All kinds of fun, exciting things going on. Just one request. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody's going to be drawing a... Um a caricature of me. Mm-hmm. Um, could we have it look kind of uh, like Brad Pitt as Achilles in <laughs> Troy? That's kind of what I'd like to go for. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. All right. I'd, I'd really appreciate that. Hey, we um, we talk a lot about Beaverdam Piggly Wiggly. Oh, of course and we do. A, and about what they do over there. 
Um, when you have people that are this dedicated to a community that they've lived in their entire lives, Daryl and Brenda have gone over the top in trying to connect with customers. You know, we talk about how we try to constantly connect with our mm-hmm. our, our fan base, right? Exactly. With whatever it might be, TikTok or, you know, Daryl and Brenda do the same thing by trying to come up with ideas that people want Absolutely. and people really need. And I've talked a lot in, in the past about the uh, great work that Daryl does when it comes to the Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly Liquor Department mm-hmm. and how he tries to stay on top of the latest trends and, and how he always tries to get the lowest prices. Because in today's day and age, you know as well as I do that finding the lowest prices anywhere is a very, very difficult thing to do. Yes, yeah, so everybody cites supply chain issues and right. everything else. And so you're seeing prices skyrocket on every product across the board. So here's here's why this is such a big deal right now. Uh, and it's because of the fact that Daryl's not only really good about searching out for bargains, but he's also willing to, to kind of bite the bullet once in a while. Arbor Mist Wine is mm-hmm. a very popular... Uh, Type of a wine, and they've got the 1.5 liter bottles. Now, typically, they're selling for $9.99, 10 bucks a bottle or whatever. Right. That is until now. That is because Daryl decided to go in big on a bargain with Arbor Mist, and now that wine is at $6.99. That's crazy. You're talking $3 a bottle savings right. over anybody else. You're talking about a price that probably would have been good five years ago. Mm -hmm. Somehow he was able to wrangle that thing back in for today. They've also got special prices right now on things like Boda Boxes and on Door Peninsula wine, uh, Wisconsin wines, and something that a lot of people love as we're coming into that time of the year is the daily pouches. They're Mm -hmm. the pouches that you just throw in the freezer, and then when you're ready... Pull them on out. They're ready to drink. And you got yourself a frozen pina colada or margarita or whatever it might be. And hopefully be. the weather warms up enough where you feel like sitting out on the deck and having one of those. Exactly. And, and they've got a, a huge array of other uh, ready-to-drinks as well as great seltzers as well. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly on the beautiful east side of Beaver Dam. It is where you are always going to find the best selection, the best prices, the best customer service, which means one thing. You best get over there. Dodge Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. Few scattered snow showers here for today, then possibly mixing with some rain here late. Body skies high in the upper 30s. Winds out of the northwest around 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight's like chance for rain and snow mixing, becoming all snow late, cloudy alone near 28. Saturday sunshine high around 46 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 32. Interesting. Entertaining. Entertaining. Or extra wacky. You're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the Morning Trifecta from 95X. All right, let's get to it. Here's what's going on in the world of entertainment. No, in the world of the trifecta, which is the stories that people are talking about. The Senate has confirmed Ketanji Brown-Jackson as its next Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. The question occurs on the nomination of Katanji Brown Jackson of the District of Columbia to be an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. On this vote, the yeas are 53, the nays are 47, 
and this nomination is confirmed. By the way, 5347 Republicans Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, and Lisa Murkowski joined all 50 Democrats in voting for her. She will become the first black female justice upon Stephen Breyer's retirement this summer. The makeup of the court will remain six to three in favor of conservatives. All right. Well, this one, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, Chicago speed cameras issued 2.81 million citations last year. You heard correctly. Speed cameras, 2.81 million citations, sending more tickets to drivers in one year than uh, ever before. An Illinois Policy Institute investigation found city speed cameras in 2021 collected $89 million from motorists, more than doubling revenues generated from the cameras in previous years. Of that amount, almost two-thirds, or $55.9 million, came uh, just from the $35 tickets that the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, wanted issued starting March 1st for going 6 to 10 miles over the speed limit. Lightfoot and the city aldermen said the cameras... And the lowered tolerance would would be about safety, not about fundraising, not about revenue. So let's take a look at that. What happened to safety in 2021 in the city of Chicago? Now that we've got these speed cameras set up and we busted all these people. Well, 20 more people died in crashes on Chicago streets in 2021. Then in 2020, and we're talking a total of 167 deaths. So there's a couple of key takeaways that I can see from this. First of all, they said it would make streets safer. It hasn't. Or number two, we could say there's a big difference from 2020 to 2021. Maybe less people were driving, right? That's a possibility. We were at the beginning of the pandemic and there was less people on the streets. So maybe that's why the death numbers were down in 2020. But there were only 108 fatal crashes the year before the pandemic in 2019. So it went from 108 to 167 to 187. But hey, look at it this way. The city made a whole bunch of money on their citation cameras. Yeah, this this is one that um, I don't know how I feel about this. A Pennsylvania school district's plan to strictly enforce limits on snacks has divided parents with some praising the move and others denouncing it as the lunch police. In a Facebook post last week, the uh, Alquipa School District said students at their junior and senior highs would have their bags searched starting Monday. And anybody who was caught with more than a four-ounce bag of chips and a 20-ounce bottle of soda would have that excess thrown away. So that's right. If you bring a regular full-size bag of chips, they're going to throw it away. District officials aren't concerned with students' individual serving-size lunches brought from home, but instead are trying to stop junk food commerce. 
that has led to arguments among students. You heard right. I use the word commerce. What exactly do I mean when I say commerce? Well, there's been some students that I got to give an A+. I'm going to give them an A-plus in business. Because there are students who have been bringing in shopping bags full of chips and candy and soft drinks and then selling them or trading them, making some cash on the side. Don't you want your kids to be entrepreneurs? I mean, I don't want my kid being a drug pusher, right? I don't want that. But man, if my kid's bringing Doritos to school and selling them and making some cash, I don't know. Maybe there's kids that, you know, parents don't allow them to have Doritos in the house. And this is the way, the only way the kid can get a fix on Doritos. <laughs> Again, there is a downside to this because, yeah, there is too much junk food out there. I'm joking, of course, but there is too much junk food. I, I agree with that. But kind of an A for effort here, right? I mean, seriously, just a little bit of an A for effort. Anyways, that is your morning trifecta. Your morning trifecta, again, was brought to you by our good friends at JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. All right, so let's get to it. We, um, we feature a little segment called the Kick in the Classic each hour here on 95X. You know, we bring, bring out some of those great songs from years gone by. A lot of times there's reasons why we play a song. Like, for example, our first Kick in the Classic this morning is being played for a specific reason. Because it was on this day in 1977 that CBS released the self-titled first album of a band that would go on to become very, very famous. Now, it's a band from the United Kingdom... The album is widely celebrated as one of the greatest punk albums of all time. CBS in the United States refused to release it until 1979. And then, and before that, Americans bought over 100,000 imported copies of the record, making it one of the biggest selling import records of all time. Now, we don't have a song to play from that initial album, but we do have one of the band's biggest hits of all time to feature for you today. Because it was this day... In 1977, that the very first self-titled album, the very first album from this group was released, and that group was The Clash. weather this morning being brought to you by Menards, where saving big money is always easy. Menards on the north side of Beaver Dam. Check out all the great things that they've got going on right now at Menards. I'm coming into that time of the year where, you know, Menards has got uh, great things for the outdoors, whether it be for your garden or your landscaping needs, or maybe you're going to be building something like a new deck. Check out all the materials you need at Menards. Jennifer joining us right now. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, hello. So any, any big outdoor projects for you guys this year? Well, yeah. I mean, we, thankfully we have our garden uh, built and kind of filled, so we need to fill it up again a little bit because, you know, the dirt goes uh, gets pretty low. Um, you know, our flower beds, our garden, which I think we're going to do some new different things to it this year um, or, like, grow, try to grow some newer things this year. Um, we have a plot or an area on our um, lawn that used to have, like, big evergreen trees on it. Sure. 
but it was um, the trees were taken out because ours and like our neighbors, the trees were really sick and they were they weren't doing well. So the people before us ended up taking the trees out. But the photos we had seen of the house when we were you know buy, like looking into buying it had the pictures of the trees there and they looked so nice. So that's my goal this year. I want to get a tree to put into the yard. Oh, yeah. And I will say this, Jennifer, after as, as being a homeowner that went through a tree saga years ago, make sure you do your research. And, yes, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and find something that's going to work. Here, here was my situation. So I had a beautiful birch tree in my front yard when we first moved into the house. And I want to say about three or four years into living there, all of a sudden, my mom, who my mom and dad were visiting, and my mom's like, you better check that tree out. She said, I saw like what looks like huge spider webs up in the tree. And she said, that probably Uh means that there's some there's some kind of a bug situation. Sure enough, we had some kind of a birch bore that killed the tree. So we had to have it, you know, professionally taken out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, it's right in our front yard. And that tree did a good job of blocking the sun coming through on our front porch. So I went to one of our local uh, places here in uh, in the area that are so knowledgeable when it comes to trees and plants and stuff. And I'm like, look, I want a tree that's going to grow fast. That's going to give me great shade and is good for this region. Mm -hmm. So at that time. Uh, they introduced me to a purple, I think it's called a purple autumn ash. Ooh, perp, I'm going to Google it. Okay. Purple autumn ash. Well, we planted that tree. And I am not exaggerating when I say this, Jennifer. When I bought the tree, it was a stick <laughs> that was about as thick. It, it was about the size of a pool cue. Okay? Okay, sure. It was that size. Within a year... The thing was 20 feet tall and was probably thicker than a, than a baseball bat. And it grew so fast and has been such a beautiful tree. However, a couple of years after we planted it, all of a sudden, everybody was talking about the emerald ash borer, this bug that was killing ash trees. And I'm oh, like, no. are you kidding me? Well, luckily, luckily... They have come up with treatments that we get on our tree every other year. They actually pump stuff into the ground so that the roots take it up and it it deters the ash borer from coming in. Well, that tree is a beautiful, beautiful, and it's huge right now. It is, to me, amazing how fast that tree grew. Hmm. So, it looks like a beautiful tree, it especially is. in the fall. In the fall, it is. It's incredible how it turns that... It goes from green to a purple, and then the purple kind of fades into kind of a yellowish orange. It is a, it's a pretty tree. Uh, I don't know how popular they are anymore because that stupid ash borer, but right. uh, yeah. Like I say, just do your research. You'll find something that you love, I'm sure. It's fun to be a homeowner and be able to do exciting things like planting trees. Um, one of the things that we can say is that in our region of the state of Wisconsin, we were so low in moisture coming into this year um you know we were 10 in some areas probably 20 inches below normal as far as moisture is concerned and it was concerning for farmers mm-hmm. well i'll tell you what this weather forecast over the last month or so has kind of been what the doctor ordered 
It has, yeah. And, you know, especially, you know, we're getting into April, April showers, and uh, we're having a few breaks here and there, like for the weekend, but then we'll have more chances for rain coming in this week, uh, this, the next new work week here on Monday into Tuesday. So not quite done with the wet weather, but at least we're getting a break here into the weekend. Um, we are looking at a few scattered areas of rain and snow mixing here for the early morning hours, then we'll have a chance for some uh, rain into the afternoon. Potentially in the afternoon, uh, we might see some areas of snow still mixing in with that at times. Otherwise, cloudy skies today, highs getting up right around about the upper 30s. Tonight's light chance for rain and snow mixing and then becoming all snow late, cloudy, low near 28. Saturday, beautiful day tomorrow and warmer. Sunshine high 46 degrees, 53 here on Sunday, more of an average day with partial sunshine developing. Monday, a chance for rain showers, cloudy high 58, and Tuesday, chance for rain a high 57. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Jennifer, if um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, no. Tell me your favorite candy bar. Do you currently have one? Uh, no, because there aren't very many vegan candy bars. Right, right. So, so one of the things that I don't know if I like or I like or I don't like is so many of these candy companies are constantly trying to come up with new flavors sure. of successful candy bars. Okay. Like, for me, one of my all-time favorites is Kit Kats. Okay. Simple, right? Got those little wafers, got some chocolate in between them, you got chocolate wrapped around them, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. They're constantly coming up with new flavors. Sure. Um, we have a, uh, a Kit Kat at home that is uh, mint dark chocolate, which for me, I like that combination, so it's good. But oh. now, but now, this is, okay, this is pushing it, just like with Oreos. Now, Kit Kat is coming out with a blueberry muffin uh. flavored candy bar no you see i i cannot i can understand if they do things that are kind of a little bit more i don't know quote unquote normal like you said like the mint chocolate right that makes sense it's already got chocolate just add the mint to it um but i don't know that's that that one seems weird the blueberry muffin yeah yeah that's kind of what i thought too it's like okay that's that's something i'm not gonna i'm not going to participate in mm-hmm. because I've, i i wouldn't even try it i don't well okay here's the deal if it was, if I was someplace and somebody had them in a bowl, would I try it? Yes. You're would not I? Going to go out of your way to buy? No, it. I'm not going to go out and buy it because if I buy a bag of them and they suck, then I'm stuck with the whole bag. That's where you bring it to work for other people to try. It. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, put it on other people. And it's interesting here at the radio station when you bring when you bring food in. Because mm-hmm. um, people are constantly bringing in bags of candy like, oh, the kids didn't eat this. You know, I ordered way too much candy for Halloween. And, sure. and so here it is. It's really funny to watch how the candy disappears. You can see the hierarchy of what people yeah. like. like <laughs> and what's left. Right, exactly. Because yeah. what happens is the first thing that goes is like the... Um, the uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and the Snickers bars and everything like that. And then, okay, now we've got rid of all the chocolate, so what's left is like the gummies and these and that. And it's interesting to see what is finally left, like the last candy that people finally will like, okay, fine, I'll have some sweet tarts. You know, it's, it's like you got to wait for to see what is going to be the last candy standing here in the office. Always an entertaining, Always, yeah. Always yeah. An entertaining thing. Next time around, five random facts. And your thinking cap is going to have to go on. Uh Uh-oh. Got another game for you. All right? 
Sweet. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Jennifer, with a look at the weather today, brought to you by Menards. Want to take a moment to salute our friends down at Great Harvest Bakery in downtown Beaver Dam. I'll tell you what. Um, as far as creativity goes, I have got to say that it is so cool to have a business like Great Harvest in town that constantly comes up with new things, things that maybe you never thought of and went, hey, that sounds good. How about their April sandwich of the month? It's the spring chicken salad. That's right. Big Sky chicken salad pairs well with toasted cranberry orange bread. Now that, my friends, is a great combination. You top it off with some mayo, some lettuce, and tomato for a wonderful sandwich. Get the spring chicken salad uh, sandwich right now, all April, at Great Harvest in, in downtown Beaver Dam. By the way... April is also National Grilled Cheese Month, and Great Harvest Grilled Cheese Sandwich improves on the old classic. We are talking about toasted sandwich with double the cheddar and provolone cheese and garlic herb spread. Uh, Upgrade that grilled uh, cheese by adding tomato, ham, bacon. And during the month of April, Great Harvest is offering a grilled cheese combo. I know that I saw somebody post a a picture of it here on Facebook And they were like, they could not say enough about that combo. Like, the best combo they've ever had. Oh, by the way, uh, during the month of April, you can also come on in and get free house coffee with any purchase up until 10 o'clock each and every morning. And Easter right around the corner, which means great time to be talking about honey bunnies. That's right. Great Harvest Honey Whole Wheat Bread is in the shape of a bunny for an adorable centerpiece for the at-Easter table. So many great selections. We haven't even talked about some of the sweet treats. We're talking about the great brownies and the different bars that they make and all the scones and all the great treats. You're going to find a great Harvest Bakery in downtown Beaver Dam. And don't forget, you'll love the sandwich of the month, especially if you are a grilled cheese person, right? Yeah, going big. Ian Happ went three for four with a pair of doubles. Edge the Brewers 5 to 4 in the 2022 season opener at Wrigley on Thursday. Lorenzo Kane doubled and drove in a pair to pace the Brewers offense that went just 1 for 10 with runners in scoring position. Felt like a game, you know, we we didn't time our hits very well. Um we, you know, I, I don't know what we were running in scoring position, but it it wasn't good. Um we had the chances, and some balls decent that just didn't couldn't get that next hit. That's Brewers manager Craig Council. Aaron Ashby got hung with the loss in relief of Corbin Burns, giving up one run and three hits and one and two-thirds innings worth of work. Chris Martin picked up the win for the Cubs in relief of Kyle Hendrickson. David Robinson threw a scoreless ninth for the save. Series continues this afternoon. Brandon Woodruff scheduled to start against Justin Steele. Pre-game set for 12.45. The first pitch set for 1.20 on 14:30 WBEV. The National League Central St. Louis blanked the Pirates 5-0. The Reds doubled up the Braves 6-3. Giannis and Drew Holiday each scored 29 as the Bucks won a wild 127-121 matchup with the Celtics Thursday at Fiserv. Milwaukee used the late 9-0 run to secure the victory. The win moves the Bucks a half game ahead of Boston in the Eastern Conference playoff race. Miami has clinched the number 1 seed. The Bucks head to Detroit tonight. That tip set for 6 o'clock on 620 WTMJ and 100.5 ESPN. Sunjay M was your first round leader at the Masters with a 5 under par 67. Cameron Smith was one shot back. Tiger Woods was one under par. State Indoor Track and Field Championship set for tomorrow at UW-Whitewater. Beaver Dam has eight student-athletes set to compete. Amiya Westra in the pole vault in the 800 meters. Emma LaDuke in the 800 meters. Amaya Jackson in the long jump. Cole Peterson in the 60-meter dash in the 4x200 squad. 
Cole Peterson, uh, Brandon Esser, Josiah Barnes, and Truman Lysis have also qualified. After two seasons on the bench, Jim O'Leary has stepped down as Watertown High School's boys basketball coach. In two seasons under O'Leary, the Goslings went 18 and 25. In high school softball last night, Partyville edged Cambria Friesland 13 to 12. The Hilltoppers Lindsey Drews had three hits and two RBI in a losing effort. We were supposed to have Beaverdam High School girls soccer tonight on Daily Dodge TV, but Mother Nature canceled that contest. Our next scheduled broadcast on DDTV is Tuesday when Beaverdam's baseball team is set to host Reedsburg. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. Oh, it's nine minutes after seven o'clock. It's a beautiful day in Wisconsin. Wait, uh, you know what? I will say this, though. I, when I went to bed last night, I thought I saw something about possible snow this morning. Did yeah. that go away? Yeah, I, I think they did drop the S word again for a while. Because I expected to see it when I woke up, and I was thankful I didn't. Let's make this a Friday where we feature positive things. Okay? <laughs> I. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. it feels like a Monday. I know. I know. I know. But here's what I'm here. Here's the first positive thing I want to say today. Um, we were so low in moisture in the state of Wisconsin. The farmers were really struggling over the last year because of the fact that yes. we had no rain and and it was bad. We have started to replenish our supply with all the rain that we've seen. You know, and the good news is, is we not we've not had these things where four inches of rain fall in two hours and it all washes away. It's been these nice, consistent rains, right? But have you noticed a lot of standing water in fields and stuff? What's that about? I think that's probably because of the fact that maybe not all of the frost has come out of the ground yet. Okay, and because of that, it's going to take a while for that stuff to kind of just eventually like seep in. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably one of the main reasons. I, I know that I'm not always the most optimistic person in the world, but I think we have to counterbalance each other, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if Justin comes in here and he's having a bad day, we want to do what we can to lift up his spirits. Is he having a bad day? No, 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 no. I'm just saying if he would. You know, so you feel like it feels like a Monday, so... Tuesday, we got it. Even worse. We got. We got to do what we can. To, <laughs> there, and I, I just want to say that um, I'm excited for you today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, that's that is the shining star of my day, no um, doubt. By the way, just so you know, I did. I did make sure that I went into my phone book. You know how you got to set up. Um, those uh, one push buttons for like a friend or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, so I set up a one push button for nine one one today. <laughs> in in case you sew your fingers together, and we have to get somebody there immediately. Oh, maybe there will be EMTs on hand. Yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't heard the whole plan. I don't but. know if there's any EMTs out there listening that could be at uh, Nancy Zeman Sewing Studio today between <laughs> noon and one. It would be appreciated. <laughs> Sherry's Just have going the ambulance ready yeah, to go. <laughs> yeah, Sherry's going to be attempting a surge sewer. This is going to be awesome. Looking forward Do to that. Do they still use foot pedals? I have no idea. I don't know either. <laughs> we'll see. 
Right now, it's all a joystick and it's a computer. You push right. a button and it just does it for you. That'd be awesome, huh? I mean, most of them are so highly computerized now. Exactly. You literally can just push yep. a button. Yeah. Um, no, I will say, yes, I, in other ways, today, not ideal for me. That truly is the one thing I am looking forward to today. Other than being on the morning show with you, of course. Right. Yeah, that's Duh. expected. Yeah. No, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys. So the whip around is going to be downtown Beaver Dam at yep. Nancy Zeman's Sewing Studio. Yep. That's a, a new location, right? It is. Yeah. Uh, what is beautiful, it? Beautiful, too. You said right across the street from McKinstry's? Yeah, it's right by that uh, crosswalk that grows, oh, goes across the okay. middle of the street there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are going to be down there today between 12 and 1. I know the Stitch It sisters are going to be making, they're, they're big news in this area. Mm-hmm. They're going to be making an appearance today from 1 to 2 and then again tomorrow morning and tomorrow afternoon. Nice. Right. You'll get to learn all about uh, what's going on in downtown Beaver Dam mm-hmm. with uh, that uh, live whip around today. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I'm excited. I haven't been in the store yet either. Um, so it, I'm excited just to see that even. I mean, I've, of course, I when I go on my walks, I go by there and can see inside. But you don't know, get a little tour of everything right. that's going on right. there. And and like I said yesterday, it's, it's really encouraging to see all the th- different things over the last couple of years that have been going on. In the downtown, downtown area, it's totally different. I'm, you know, totally I, different. I mentioned, you know, I thought about this uh, when I was down in Florida because last Friday night, uh, our friends took us to a mall that um, they ever the first Friday of every month they bring in a band, mm-hmm. and the band sets up like right in the middle of the mall parking lot, and then everybody just shows up with their chairs and takes in the music, mm-hmm. and it was a Journey Sticks cover band. And they were really good. And it was cool just, first of all, to be outside in the 70 degrees. Sure. And enjoying this great music and uh-huh. seeing how many people showed up for this event. I started thinking about Beaver Dam. Like last year when they did the um, event in downtown and they closed off the downtown area. And oh, they had Best Dam Fest. Yeah. And, they, yeah. and they had the band and everything. I thought, yeah. this is what, this is the kind of stuff that you want to yeah. see happening. Oh, totally. You totally. know, and then and then we had um, the the movies out at Slumberland. Mm-hmm. Which, was which kinda, we'll have again this year. A, a very cool thing that's mm-hmm. going on for people. It, mm-hmm. it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah, so, absolutely. A lot of fun things happening. Let's get to entertainment news. Our entertainment news, of course, is being brought to you by <laughs> G- our friends at uh, JNL Tire and Service Center. <laughs> Do you want to know why I'm giggling? Why? Can you guess why I'm giggling? Um, as I look at my entertainment news here. Oh, <laughs> could it be the fact that I made sure I did a good job of separating good news and entertainment yes. news today? <laughs> really huge, bold print letters highlighted in yellow. <laughs> Thank you. So that I don't announce somebody's death as my good news segment like I did yesterday. I thought you'd appreciate that. I was yes, going to put all little you. arrows pointing down at it and have it flashing. You know, <laughs> I thought that'd be the best way of handling it. Oh, uh, shocking details about the circumstances surrounding Hope Solo's DUI arrest have been revealed following her release. The former U.S. soccer player was caught allegedly driving under the influence on Thursday, March 31st in North Carolina. According to a report from the Winston-Salem Police Department, exclusively obtained by Us Weekly, a passerby noticed Solo had been passed out behind the wheel for over 
for over an hour before her arrest. The engine was reportedly running. When authorities woke her up, they allegedly noticed the scent of alcohol on her breath and that her eyes were red. Solo refused to participate in field sobriety tests after attempting to contact a third party, and a search warrant was issued to obtain blood samples within 48 hours of her arrest. Um... She w- it was previously un- confirmed that she had been charged with impaired driving and resisting arrest because her two-year-old twins were in the vehicle. Oh, boy. She was also booked on misdemeanor child abuse. That's not that good. That young lady has had some real, real issues that I, I was hoping that maybe she would have behind her. But you got to remember, she was um, she was in an abusive relationship where she was the abuser. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Uh, she does not sound like the uh, nice little women soccer player that everybody thought. She's definitely had a lot of uh, not good stuff follow her around. Um, but I, I, I think we're seeing that there are deeper issues and addiction definitely being one of them. It right. could go even deeper than that. I mean, a lot of people who suffer from untreated mental illness turn to alcohol and drugs to cope. So, you know, who knows? It could go very deep and we don't know the extent of it. It's very sad. It's yeah. alarming that she had her children in the vehicle. That's very. not okay. Very. So, anyway. Gosh, unbelievable. Yeah. Kind of looking like Ben Affleck might have put a ring on it. Jennifer Lopez was spotted wearing a diamond ring on her wedding finger, causing speculation that the couple is engaged. (laughs) I love watching ninja She was photographed with her daughter, Emmy, as they were shopping for furniture, possibly for their new $55 million home with Ben. Jen and Ben were, of course, engaged before when they were dating 18 years ago. Fifty-five million dollar home. I, I, that is so obscene. And I would have thought that the worst decision Ben Affleck could make was playing Batman. Apparently not. No. Oh, the worst decision he made was dumping messing up his marriage with Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. He had the perfect marriage, right? At least, well, clearly a, not. A, but at least, least in my my I, eyes, I think he. Um, he seems to be the kind of guy that really loves the excitement of uh, what word am I looking for? What um, what 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 odds are you guys putting that two years from now, two years from this date, April eighth, twenty twenty four, they're still together? Not I, great. Really, you don't think so? I'm no. saying I'm saying there's oh, a four. They will be. I'm saying there's a forty percent chance. I'm going to say that she is going to get sick of his antics. He's going to grow restless, just like he always does. She's going to get sick of it and boot him to the curb again. See, I think he likes the chase. I, that's a good point. I do think he likes the chase. I also think he likes the limelight that she pulls in. Um, Which is Because great, I think but... she invites paparazzi in in a lot of cases. Um, and I think he likes that. Um, but I don't know. I could see them together for a little while yet. I could see them being stupid enough to get married and then that not working out. Right. Yeah, I think we're a, we're in agreement though. It's not long term, right? Long, long term? No. No. They're not going to be. They're not going to be Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. 
No. No. I mean, I don't know that he's... I don't don't know if he can keep himself well. She'll definitely pitch him if he can't. Right. I mean, he needs to... I hate to say this because I like a lot of the things he's done, but he needs to grow up. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, though. And that's weird coming from me because I'm a giant kid. Right. Yeah, I'm saying a lot. Hey, did you see that? Speaking of that, did you see the... uh, Did you see the special attachment that people... uh, That a guy invented... For his shop vac, for picking up Legos. Yes, that auto sorts them by size. Yeah, I thought of you when I saw what? that video. Yeah, so it's like a clear uh, cylinder, like cylinder, and it's got these different levels that have different size holes. Yeah, and he attaches it to his shop vac, and he can pick up all his Legos. And as it flows through this cylinder, the top layer catches all the big stuff, and they all filter down to the smallest sure. size at the bottom, and it. Sorts all his Legos for him. That's I saw it when I saw I watched cool, I watched this actually. video. I watched this video and I'm like, oh my god, Ninja, you've got to be so excited. Yeah. So is it just a part that you can buy to attach to your own? Yeah. So a lot of people don't know, but you can take like and I've done this in my garage. Um, you can take a standard shop vac and you can attach like a five gallon bucket to it. Mm-hmm. And if you attach it in the right way, all your dust and everything stays in the bucket. Nothing goes in the vacuum. So you never lose suction. You don't have to worry about buying bags. You, know, you don't have to clean filters as often. And it's a really nice way to kind of you know, extend the life of your shop vac. He took that concept, but instead of vacuuming up garbage or dirt or sawdust or whatever, it literally pulls everything into this chamber. All of these. Wow. Yeah, so he, he, had, he had all these Legos laying out on the floor and went through and, and sucked them all up. And you could watch them kind of like the, the small pieces hit the top, clink, 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 went through the holes, went to the next level, clink, 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 went down to the next level. And yeah, the, he had three compartments that was like small, medium, and large pieces. I, it's not going to be 100%. No, but it's going to be pretty good. But it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You can probably Google it. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Kourtney Kardashian hit back at Jimmy Kimmel for describing her impromptu Las Vegas wedding to Travis Barker as, quote, fake. It was. <laughs> it, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, so Jimmy Kimmel said, Kourtney, I think you're the Kardashian of the week this week because you went ahead and got fake married. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's, she said, it's not called fake married. There was no possibility to get a marriage license at that hour. She then explained that she figured everything in Sin City operated 24-7, but found out the clerk's office had closed for the evening and would reopen at 8 a.m., so they were out of luck. And she said, we just did it anyway. It's what is in the heart. That makes me want to vomit. I used to, Courtney used to be my favorite Kardashian. <laughs> I am so tired of seeing pictures of her and Travis Barker touching tongues. Yeah. Like okay, uh, yep, we're over that. Like we've seen it how many times now? Come up with something. Yeah, we were over it the first time. A one-hit wonder. Jared Leto is such a staunch method actor that he actually had to be rolled in his wheelchair to the restroom during the filming of Morbius, or went on the crutches his character was using for whatever scene was being filmed at the time. Leto can't seem to turn off the method acting when the director says cut leaving everyone waiting uncomfortably while he fake-limped to and from the restroom. Some could separate that it is the actor's body that needs to take a 
Wiz. Thanks for keeping that word in there. Not the fictional character, but Leto is just that dedicated to method acting. I, I read some very disturbing things about Jared Leto yesterday. About his method acting or about nope. him in general? Um, about his... Um, um, his... Uh, I don't know how to say it. His attraction to young women. No, 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 no. Not you. When you say young, what do you? Yeah, yeah. How young are and we? How, talking? And how aggressive he tends to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this all came about because some people were very disturbed at how um, in touch he was able to be with Olivia Rodrigo at the Grammys. Um, he was a presenter for an award that she got because of his known likeness of the young ladies and how difficult he makes it to keep him at bay. Really? <laughs> so, Ick. I am of kind of three minds on this. One, at his age, as long as they are legal, it's creepy and gross, but also technically legal. So, But if he's being in your space forceful, then that's kind of a backhand of the, the face kind of thing. Right. He needs to uh, get his stuff together. Right. I've never been a fan, so. Yeah, he. There's there are certain things about him that get under my skin. Not a big fan. Um, I liked him in my so-called life a very long time ago and haven't liked him since. Vanessa Hudgens claims she can speak with those beyond the grave. During an appearance on The Kelly Clarkson Show on Tuesday, the actress told host Kelly Clarkson that she's had a lot of run-ins with spiritual beings over the years. I see things and I hear things. Wait, and do you really? Beings. You've had, like, experiences? Yeah, a lot of them over the years. Like, even as a child. And I kind of shut it down for a while because, like, it's scary. Like, yeah. the unknown is scary. But I recently was like, no, this is, like, a gift and, like, something that I have the ability to do. So I'm going to lean into it. And I recently did my first real paranormal investigation, like, with equipment and everything. What when equipment? Was, my favorite thing is called a spirit. Spirit box. Okay. So I was sitting at a, a tombstone in a graveyard, and um, we found this one tombstone of a spirit that we were told is very playful. So I turn it on. I'm like, "Hi, Sam. I'm Vanessa. This is Gigi." And then Gigi goes, "Sam, can you tell us our names?" And then we just hear, "Shh, Vanessa. Shh." No. Did you run then? No. <laughs> no. No. I was like, "Cool. Do you have anything else that you want to tell me?" And I just hear, "Shh." Nope. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, thank you. Kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still working on that piece of equipment. Yeah, exactly. The you spirit box. going on that. Well, uh, time the, is a ticking. The EMF one, I've, I've got down. That one I can make, no problem. But a spirit box, it actually scans through all the radio stations mm. at like lightning speed. And it only stays on each one for just a millisecond. Mm. Um, but apparently, they're supposed to be able to talk through that. So, for our investigation, I'm hoping to have one, but no promises. Okay, good deal. You'll be anxiety already. Yeah. Uh, do you guys remember Jenna Malone from The Hunger Games and Donnie Darko? Jenna Malone. I have to look at her picture, oh. obviously. Yeah. I, I, I saw the first two Hunger Games movies and... 
Well, anyway, on Tuesday, she saw a guy abusing a dog near Sunset Boulevard, so she started chasing him down and calling to other people to help. Several people joined in. They got the dog away from the man. Then five of the guys proceeded to beat him down for about a minute, which seemed maybe a little unnecessary still, but he was abusing a helpless dog to the point that he had a fractured rib, all oh, broken bones in his hind legs, and a fracture in the right paw. So if they Aww. beat if they beat him down for a minute, I'm supposed to feel bad? No, I don't. Okay, because I don't, no, I, I don't, at this particular point, I don't feel bad that they beat him down. Also, the dog was stolen. So, yeah, not a lot of sympathy there. The dog's name is Champ, and he should be okay, but he's still in the hospital and will need multiple surgeries. A GoFundMe set up for Champ exceeded its $10,000 goal in a day. (laughs) Jenna said she's sorry it all ended in a brawl, but she has no doubt the dog would have died if she and the others didn't intervene. Five, she she yelled to five guys, and five guys were like, oh, you're beating a dog, huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. We will take matters into our own hand. Little vigilante justice there. Yeah. By the way, the guy was not beat down that bad. I just no, want to point that out. He wasn't. <laughs> much worse, or much less worse than the dog. Right? Yeah, exactly. With the war going on between Ukraine and Russia, there's been an increased interest in streaming the 1984 movie Red Dawn. Yes. You know, the one where the U.S. is under attack from the Soviet Wolverines. Union. Wolverines! Yeah. If you remember, the group of teenage freedom fighters that includes Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, and C. Thomas Howell call themselves the Wolverines. A journalist for NPR who's in Ukraine saw an abandoned Russian tank yesterday with Wolverines spray-painted on the side. I saw a picture of it. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Justin, congratulations. I got a text from somebody saying they loved the video. Awesome. And they loved the workout idea. And they said, congratulations. Yeah, you're getting a lot of traction over on BEV as well. Wade uh, is saying that he needs to, in between breaks, take up some of these five-minute workouts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I got to check them out. Yeah, Ninja did a great job of uh, putting it together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just sat there. Fitness and Friday. I just sat there and looked it's like a goof. <laughs> But no, you can check it out. I think different ways of doing it. Uh, do you find, I mean, if you go to our Facebook page. Facebook page, yep. You can see uh, there's a link right there. It takes you right to the video on Daily Dodge TV. Uh, you can go to dailydodge.com, click on the Daily Dodge television tab, and it's under specialty videos. Um, so you can see it there as well. Um, it's also on our YouTube channel, Daily Dodge on YouTube. So you can check it out in any one of those places. And if you just want to see that little quick tip, you can check us out on the Daily Dodge TV TikTok page. Yes. Woohoo! The Daily Dodge TV TikTok you page. You heard that right. That's mm-hmm. unbelievable. And uh, if you pay close attention to that, you might see another video or two pop up later today because I'm going to try and get some sneak peek of somebody at a sewing machine. Ooh! Uh, by the way, I, I pointed out the fact that I do have 911 on speed dial. He does. Oh, that's yeah. good. Just so, and I can case. confirm with modern sewing machines, it is physically impossible for you to sew your fingers together. So you're oh, good. phew! Uh, but I think it's I think it's so apropos though. <laughs> I, the the I laughed I I giggled as soon as she walked into the station today. But she wore a red top to match the blood that she might lose from the sewing machine. You don't know. I just want it to blend in if it happens. (laughs) That's how you know Sherry's a mom, because that's a lot of forethought and planning. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Wearing the the red shirt just in case. Just in case. Is it long sleeve? Yes. Yeah. See, I would have thought, oh, okay, they're not too long, though. Oh, sure they are. Just have them pushed up. Okay. Well... 
Because I know some people, when they sew, they're like, oh, I don't do long sleeves. What if I get my sleeve caught? I'll push them up. I'll okay. push them up. No yeah. worries. Yeah, there'll be plenty of room for the blood to splatter. Uh, That's coming up at noon today on the Whip Around. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Listening to the 95X Morning Show. It gets me ready for work. Since you listen to the radio, you're well-informed, you know? It's my station. Today's best music, 95X. Let's head over to the Daily Dodge News Center once again for this local news update with Justin Wilski. A Dodge County Board Supervisor wants to prohibit defeated resolutions from being brought back up for a vote in the same session unless it's substantially different. The proposed rule from David Guckenberger was created after the board failed twice to approve borrowing for road repairs in as many months. The board tried a third time in March, which again failed, but some contested it was against the rules of order to reconsider the matter. Guckenberger's rule was was discussed at the board's executive committee this week and will be brought back again next month. The Beaverdam Common Council this week approved the acceptance of a donation for Project Lifesaver. The Beaverdam Police Department is among the local agencies offering the program that locates missing persons with a tendency to wander, perhaps due to cognitive conditions such as autism, dementia, Alzheimer's, or Down syndrome. The $2,000 donation comes from the Dementia Concerns Coalition, a group whose focus is on the quality of life for people impacted by dementia that announced recently it would be disbanding after 20 years. And a Beaverdam intersection is set to close next week for road repairs. City officials say the east leg of the East-South Street and North University Avenue intersection will be shut down to all traffic next Tuesday through Thursday. The intersection is anticipated to be reopened to all motorists by next Friday. The work is scheduled and is dependent on weather conditions. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. All right. Thanks very much. Uh, That is a look today at uh, news it is 7:35 from 95x i was looking through there was something okay so did your kid ever can you remember a time when maybe your child ever embarrassed you in public or at school or at an event or anything like that can you think of anything that they did that was embarrassing maybe not horrible but still kind of funny or embarrassing yeah i can I can think of uh, my oldest, which I will not talk about on the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Involved a nose pick. Um, anyways. <laughs> Did you pick yours or hers? No, no, we're going to leave it at that. Okay. On Wednesday, a mom in Nebraska named <laughs> Bryn Williams got a text from the director of the preschool that her daughter Ruby attends. Their director said that Ruby had given her teacher, Miss Becca, a card. Uh-oh. And it was... Not necessarily an appropriate card. So here's what happened. Um, The teacher asked Bryn if she was missing any greeting cards. Bryn said, I don't know of anything. She said, although the night before, Ruby did ask if she could color a picture for her teacher... And Bryn said, yeah, you can go on my desk. I've got paper on my desk. And that's when Bryn said, oh. She had a bunch of birthday cards sitting on her desk. One of them was a little bit inappropriate. Turns out the piece of paper that Becca decided to grab to draw on was the birthday card. 
Uh-oh. Now, it wasn't that bad, but it was bad enough that the teacher was like, uh, how did she get her hands on this? Mm-hmm. On the front of the card, it says, a best friend you can have sex with. <laughs> and in the inside, it says, how great is that? <laughs> That's funny. Next to the message is Ruby's drawing, and she wrote, I love you. (laughs) Brynn apologized that she was unbelievably embarrassed. Oh, wow. We don't know who the the card was intended for. Right. She didn't let that cat out of the bag, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, she (laughs) had her little daughter grab the wrong card. Oops. Yeah, it's Funny okay. hard though. Yeah, it's, you make it's kids make card. kids make mistakes every once in a while, right? I mean, right. so, so uh, big deal. You know, things happen like this. Um, one other thing, we're going to get to our kick in a classic coming up here in just a moment. But so, let's say for example, you have leftovers in your fridge. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if you're a leftovers person or not. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So, you pull out the leftovers. What do you typically do once you open the box? Take a fork to it and taste it. Oh, you taste it. Cold. Okay. I wasn't sure if you would smell it first to make sure it's any good. I mean, if it looks funky, I would smell it first. Okay, so first thing you're going to go on is sight. Yeah. Then smell. Then smell. Everybody's done this, right? Everybody has pulled out leftovers out of their refrigerator Smelled it. I mean, if they're smart, they're inspecting it first. Right. And then making a decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. According to food scientists, there is an important difference between food safety and food quality. And there's no way to tell if a food is safe based on smell. Oh, oh. You can tell the quality has gone downhill, but that doesn't translate to whether or not it is safe or not. One example is milk. If your milk smells sour, you probably don't want to drink it, but it won't necessarily give you a foodborne illness. On the other hand, listen to this. Lettuce is to blame for lots of foodborne illnesses. Oh, really? Yes. Lettuce leaves might be green and crisp and smell perfectly fine, but there still can be bacteria lurking that will make you sick. There can be some crossover quality between quality and safety. Fresh fruits and vegetables, refrigerated foods, poultry, and deli meats have a higher risk of foodborne pathogens. So if these foods do smell or taste odd, it's probably best that you just toss them. As a general rule, the sniff test is only useful, is only useful for telling you whether a food's quality has declined, not if it is safe to eat. Well, that's good to know. There are things that you can definitely tell have gone funky. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always very careful if lettuce or any leafy greens like that are involved because they can get nasty pretty quick. It's And it's hard, though, to when, wash. When they're, like, in a sandwich right. or something. You know what I mean? Um, it's hard, though, to... There are certain fruits and vegetables that are hard to clean. Yeah. You know, lettuce is one of them. Yeah. I, I, I have a salad spinner. All of the lettuce or spinach that we get, we typically put it into the salad spinner, it work fill well? it up with water, mm-hmm. let it sit there for a couple of minutes, then empty it out and then spin it dry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that is that good enough? Is is water? I mean, how else are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Take a scrub brush and soap? Uh, right. I I will say this. My apples, 
I wash with soap and water on the outside. I do that too. I do that with most. Well, you even need to do that with fruits and vegetables that you're cutting into. That's exactly what we do as well. Our yeah. cantaloupes and watermelons, yep. wash them with a scrub brush with soap and water, yep. then cut into I them. I do the same so, thing. So yeah, we're the same way. Yep. I mean, things like cauliflower, if you're boiling it, that's probably going to be the best protection you can have as far as killing there any kind of pathogen. There things, though, than like strawberries. Strawberries are really tough. You rinse them, right? They're, they're known for carrying a lot of... right. Eh, you rinse them. hard to get rid of. Well, I, I've started, I had read something at one point about um, giving them a good soak for like 20 minutes with three parts water, one part vinegar. I've heard the same thing. And I've done it. And it hasn't like affected the flavor of the strawberries or anything. But I'll tell you what, when I empty that bowl... After cleaning all of them and cutting them, there's a lot of stuff in the bottom of that bowl that yeah. came off those strawberries. Yeah, you wonder, right? Yeah. You wonder how many times we've eaten little bugs that have been on side on, on strawberries or on... Raspberries always freak me out about that, finding bugs inside, because, you know, there's that hollow in there. Yuck. Hey, uh, kicking a Classic. I mentioned the fact that we're going to get to our kicking a Classic, plus our good news segment is straight ahead. Our kicking a Classic coming up this hour is going to feature a... Huge song from 1982, and Steve Howell is the guitarist. Steve Howell celebrating his birthday today. He was born on this day in 1947. He was actually part of two very successful bands. One of the bands was called Yes. You might remember Yes? I do remember, yes. Rick Wakeman? Why... He wasn't involved with Aerosmith at any point, was he? No, he was involved with another band from the early 80s. We're going to feature that uh, big hit from 1982 coming up as our Kickin' It Classic here on 95X. Oh, by the way, one other thing. Yeah. Want to throw out there. We've been talking a lot about uh, local businesses and talking about how many uh, new things are in Beaver Dam and new businesses that have popped up. Mm-hmm. One of the other businesses that has popped up recently over the last several years has been Uga Brewery. Yes. And they, the reviews and things that I'm hearing from people are just nothing but positive. Mm-hmm. And anybody that has tried some of their beers, you will love them. I know for myself, the Hala which is the um, American cream ale that's infused with uh, fresh jalapenos, is really, really good. They have got a, a lot of great beers on tap that you can try right now. And, oh, by the way, they've also got entertainment that's taking place. Did you know that coming up on the 15th, there will be live music with Sarah Day from 7 till 10? Check out the entire listing of all of the great bands and the great music that they're going to have coming up. We're talking about music on the fort, on the. 15th, the 16th, the 23rd, and the 30th. And don't forget, they're also taking uh, peanut butter and jelly donations right now to help with that playground movement on South Madison Street, on Madison Street. So make sure you uh, bring in a jar of peanut butter, a jar of jelly. They'll give you a buy one, get one free on your next beer at Uga Brewery in downtown Beaver Dam. Last call for fishermen. Hurry in now for the final day. Oh, yeah. That is Asia from 1982. Arizona John, he texted me before I played the song. He said, I bet you're going to play Asia. It's kind of a guru when it comes to classic rock music. John remembers Asia. Trying to remember um, the members of what bands that got together. I remember it was Yes. I remember Steve Hall from Yes. 1982, though... 
the reason that that song sticks in my mind so well is because I remember playing that my first radio station job ever. End of October, early November, 1982. That's crazy. <laughs> um, that was 40 years ago, Rick. I know. <laughs> 40 years ago. You, like you're telling me something I don't know. I mean, isn't that crazy to think about, though? Yeah, I'm, this is my... John Kraft and I are celebrating our 40th anniversary in radio this year. Wow. And we both started the same time. Wow. He started here... Beginning of November, I started at the radio station that I worked at uh, the end of October in 1982. Wow. So he's only ever been here? He's only been here. This is the only radio station. Yeah. For 40 years. For 40 years. Wow. He's like a modern day Uncle Bill. Ah, he's getting there. Yeah. Whereas me, I I popped around a lot. I moved around a lot. People got sick of me. You've been here a long time. Yeah. People got sick of me. They fire me. I mean, if I had the power. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, in Virginia, Interior Secretary Deb Holland joined the Chesapeake Conservatory and uh, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service for the return of roughly 465 acres to the Rappanonic Tribe. Located in the Rappanonic Villar, uh, River Valley National Wildlife Refuge, the Phones Cliffs are home to one of the largest nesting populations of bald eagles on the entire Atlantic coast. Wow. The land will remain public, uh, publicly accessible with a permanent conservation easement that legally limits use of the sacred land for conservation efforts. The tribe plans to create tri- uh, trails... Mm -hmm. that people will be able to walk through, and a 16th century village replica to educate visitors about the history. In addition, they hope to train tribal youth in traditional river knowledge. Huh. So a very cool thing to see that that part of history going to remain and actually Mm -hmm. get get bigger. Right. Love that stuff. A year after the fatal failure of the Texas electric grid sparked a backlash against clean power, its renewable energy sector hasn't slowed down. Texas, already the top wind power producer in the U.S., is on pace to become number one in solar electricity in a few years. Wow! Jason Allen of Leeward Renewable Energy, which is owned by the Ontario Municipal Employees Retirement System and has developed utility-scale wind and solar projects in Texas, says that despite some initial negative press, most of the renewable assets performed exceptionally well during that storm. The storm did show the need for all types of power plants to be more resilient as climate change causes more severe and frequent weather events. At the same time, more transmission lines are needed in Texas to enable power to better reach storm-affected areas and increased connections to neighboring states' power grids to allow Texas to import electricity when needed. Wow, so the state that is known as a big oil state has become the biggest um, wind state and now going to become the biggest solar energy state. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good props. That's cool. That is. Last week, uh, Maria Balboa was working. She is uh, a youngster that bags groceries at a store in Texas. A woman came in with two children. And when she went to pay for her groceries, she only had $19 on her SNAP card. And so she had $137 worth of groceries that she had to put back. 
Balboa said she was going to put back the groceries instead of a couple of items that she needed for dinner. She said, I immediately heard a voice in my head that said, pay for the groceries. Pay for the groceries. Hmm. Balboa is a student. <laughs> oh. A, like a high school student. student. Oh, wow. She said she thought about it. She thought, man, $137 is a lot of money. Yeah, that would be for a student. She said, in the moment, though, I, I really felt God telling me to pay for the groceries. She said, I, I don't know. what She said, she said, I could feel a chill in my fingertips, and I didn't know what it was at the moment, but after thinking about it, I thought, yep, i got to do something about this. So she paid for the woman's groceries, pulled out her credit card and said, here, put it on here. Well, on Friday... She got called into the manager's office by Mark Moeller, who's the manager there. And gave her a note that the woman typed up and dropped back off saying about how she didn't have the money and how it was her grandkids. And she didn't know what, what she was going to do about feeding her grandkids for that day. And she said, today you made me cry happy tears. Well, he praised her and said, she's been working at the store for about two months now. And he said, quote, it really takes, it talks a lot about her reaching out and taking care of someone in need. She's an example of what we want all of our employees to be. Well, he immediately reimbursed her for the money for the groceries, mm -hmm. then gave her a nice uh, thank you basket that all the managers had put together for her. He said, it's uh, pretty special when you consider someone who is in school just trying to make ends meet. And does that for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Balboa said that she hopes her situation will inspire others to do the right thing. She said, be kind. Because you never know what someone else is going through. Mm -hmm. And you could be the difference in their lives at that moment. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a fantastic story. That's great. A Frenchman who won 200 million euros in the Euro Millions has allocated most of his fortune to a foundation that promotes global environmental protection. French media echoed the donation on Wednesday, which has been confirmed by the public company that manages lotteries in France. Jeez. The man, known simply as, quote, Guy, hails from the south of France and had previously stated his intention to create an environmental foundation. After winning $200 million in the draw on December 11th, 2020, he has managed to make his wish to protect the environment come true through his donation to the Anyama Foundation after studying which entity the money would have the most impact on. Isabel Cesari, responsible at FDJ for relations with major prize winners, told the TF1 television channel that it is not uncommon for the lucky ones to allocate part of their money to charitable and social objectives. But he donated almost all of he that. He did donate almost every penny of it. He's a bigger person than I am. I'd be sitting on some yacht someplace, probably. That is a little bit of good news. In sports, the Bucks used a late 9-0 run to edge the Boston Celtics 127-121 at Fiserv last night. The win moves Milwaukee a half game ahead of the Celtics. For the second seed in the Eastern Conference playoff race, Miami has already clinched the number one seed. Bucks will head to Detroit tonight. 
Brewers lost their season opener in Chicago at Wrigley Field 5-4 to yesterday afternoon. Same two teams will play today. Brandon Woodruff will take on Justin Steele. 12.45 the broadcast time on 1430 WBEV. After two seasons on the bench, Jim O'Leary has stepped down as Watertown High School's boys basketball coach. In two seasons under O'Leary, the Goslings went 18-25. and The state indoor track and field championships are this weekend at UW-Whitewater. Beaver Dam sends eight student-athletes. You can learn more about that on the sports tab at DailyDodge.com. We were supposed to have Beaver Dam High School girls soccer tonight on Daily Dodge TV, but Mother Nature canceled that. Our next scheduled broadcast is Tuesday when Beaver Dam's baseball team is set to play Reedsburg. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. after 8 o'clock. This is the 95X Morning Show. Good morning to everybody. I see that like the whole gang all of a sudden just kind of came rolling in. Yeah, spanky and there's, there's Craig Warmbold over there. There's Thomas over here. Oh, wait a second, Thomas. Somebody turn your microphone down. I apologize. There you go. Oh, you. oh yes. There you go. Ahoy, hey. Richard. Ahoy, Craig. And ahoy, Sherry. Good morning. Did you guys notice what color your uh, shirt Sherry wore today? Crimson. Bright red, which matches blood, which is perfect for her, the whip around remote today, where she's going to sew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why pirates always wore brown pants. <laughs> No idea what that means. I, I do. Either. <laughs> I do. Thank you, Rick. Because they because they're getting cannonballs fired at them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Warbold. I'm not getting it at all. <laughs> Don't sure, understand. Sure. No. Okay. Think of being on the high seas. Yeah. Having scurvy. Uh huh. Oh, scurvy. Right. Yeah. And then then not eating a great diet. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then you all of a sudden you get cannonballs fired at you, and it scares the. So you're saying Cherry's bleeding right? Is she no, okay? Saying, is she injured? I've put this. Apparently, I've, Rick has decided I wore red because I could better hide any blood that I create on myself when I'm sewing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joke explained. Yeah. That yeah. is the first thing I thought when I saw that too, Rick. Did, did you really? I was like, oh, she's wearing red. Must be <laughs> covered the blood. <laughs> Really, you guys? You have no faith no. in my skills? I have no faith in your skills. Why? Because I have no faith in your skills when it comes to sewing. You have no Why? skills. Why would you have reason to have no faith? Because you made I heard it. that, Thomas. That was rude. Well, that's just being accurate. <laughs> Because he said I have no skills. Oh, I wouldn't. No, don't say that. Just I would. She, I would just say oh. that I've never seen her wear like a handmade blouse into the station or anything like that. Have you? Have you? And it's been so spectacular that we didn't couldn't distinguish it from a designer blouse. No. Oh, okay. Hi, hometown glass and improvement hotline. Hi, I have a question for Sherry. Okay, Sherry's got an answer for you. Maybe. Since you're sewing, are the EMTs on call for you? <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> it's funny you should bring that up because I, I did add it to a speed dial number today on my phone. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, Sherry, we love you. Uh-huh. We do oh, love thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, but guys. They, but they care about you, too. Thanks for the call. Thank they, they care, everybody cares about you. They're but, afraid of what's going to happen. But seriously, EMS services in Wisconsin and around the country are a dangerously low staffing level. So if you can sign up, if it's that's something that you can do and you could help somebody like Sherry who may open a vein while she's sewing today, <laughs> that would be something that I think people a vein? Really appreciate. I'm going oh, wow. femoral artery. Maybe somehow. I could put like protective Ooh. finger things on. Oh, like, <laughs> I mean, like thimbles? thimbles, you mean? Yeah. Just covered in thimbles? Just have thimbles <laughs> you don't even every... know the name of the thing you have to use? <laughs> no. <laughs> This is going to end really well. Protective no, finger you know, things. When I, when I said protective figure things, you know what I was, you know what I was thinking about? Yeah. What, chain mail? Yeah. No, stop. Yeah. So have you ever seen those rubber things that you put on yes. your fingertips yeah, to like sure. flip through stacks yeah, of paper? Thimbles. Yeah, yeah, those won't protect your fingers. Oh, I was like, thinking those might be good. No, thimbles, thimbles are made of metal to prevent a yeah, needle. I know what a thimble is. Yeah. I know what a thimble so is. So the EMTs will be using sticky plastic things with little cotton balls on them to put over your cuts. So, I mean, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Thomas, you know you know what I foresee her wearing on her hands? Oh, man. Those, those metal gloves that the bad guys on um, Lord of the Rings, the, the Night Riders. Oh, the Ring Raids? Yeah. They, they those metal gloves with the long fingertips. <laughs> Sherry Needle Fingers. Oh, needle Fingers. I'm so glad oh. that you guys are having so much fun. I'll show you. I'm going to be good at it, and then you can all eat your words. Okay, there's an episode of I Love Lucy that I think there everybody. Oh, of course there is. That I Why think wouldn't everybody, there be? That I think everybody needs to see. It's where Lucy is spending too much money, and Ricky cuts off her her money and says, "You cannot." She said, "But we got that big event tonight. I need a new dress." He says, "I'm sorry." She said, "Well, would you give me money to get um, material to make a new dress?" He says, "That I'll do." Because that shows you're really serious about this. So she goes and she tries to make a top. And one sleeve is like four feet long and the other's like a foot and a half. And it's all crooked and the collar's all messed up. That's just what I think it's going to look like. It you, is not. You laugh now, but Cherry's new style that she creates is going to sweep the nation and yeah. then you'll be yeah. the one laughing. Yeah. Probably. Rick. Symmetrical Maybe. dress. You guys are so mean to me. Yeah, so, well, anyways, I, do we, we do want to me- mention if, to folks that they're looking for some fun things, and as long as you're not squeamish and uh, can get by the sight of blood. Uh, Amy and Sherry will be headed to downtown Beaver Dam today, 120 Front Street. That's where Nancy Zeman's uh, sewing studio is. Mm-hmm. And they'll be doing the whip around between 12 and 1. And Sherry will, in fact, be surge sewing mm-hmm. a skirt. Yeah. Surge sewing? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sewing yeah. I don't know what that means. It's a special but... uh, sewing machine that surges. Oh, I was thinking oh. of like surfing, but okay, that's a different type of surge, I guess. Yeah. Right. Well, that's fascinating. So, yeah, she's going to be making a skirt. Thomas has already <laughs> asked if she's going to make it that he can wear. Well, Ninja also volunteered. Ninja also, Nin- Ninja volunteered. also volunteered. So you got a big range to work with, Sherry. Yeah. We'll see. I think I'm making it for myself, though, boys. Sorry. Oh. Do you have any? Do you get to pick out the material? I have no idea. You don't know anything about this. No, I'm going in blind on this one. That's I don't know. Way. Just go in, just 
no idea, no expectation. If they give you, if they give you the choice of colors, what color are you going to go for in a skirt? Oh. Oh. Ooh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Gonna go with a pastel. Or you're gonna go something that's more blood tough. color. I think I would. I think I would do a pattern. Stop mm. with the blood coloring. Uh, sorry, sorry. Why are you such a brat? Uh, would you? So are you gonna go with like a tartan? You know, so it's more kilty. Tartan. I don't. Oh. I don't. I don't think so because well, be like kilty. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> I don't think I'll have the skills in one hour to, <laughs> to do fringe. To, yeah, I don't think I can do that. Is it going to have pleats? I, I suspect this is going to be the simplest skirt you've ever seen. I want I want it to have pleats. So you're going to just sew a, a sheet together, basically, is what it sounds like. Maybe. It would be great if she went old school and did one of those big poofy dresses like they did back oh, in the 1800s. Yes. Yeah, the balloon dress. Yeah. Or maybe a poodle skirt. A poodle skirt? A poodle skirt, a poodle skirt from the 50s. Hi, Hometown Glass oh. and Bremen Hotline. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? Hi, Dan. Good morning, Dan. We were good. So uh, I'm just wondering how many men to women, what's the ratio over there working at the radio station? Ooh, a yeah. lot of men to very few women. Well, well no, wait a second. Yeah, on air, on air, we are a little tipped a little heavy toward uh, toward testosterone. Day. But we did just hire a new, uh, a new person yesterday. Right, and it's... Uh, uh, we're probably close to half and half at this point. Right, it's just on so. the air. In we the only building, have two people right now. Upside. If we could just get some of the people on that side of the building, Sherry, to join us on the air, to get over their fear of the microphone. Mm. Sherry's on the air. Work on it. Well, actually, with with <clears throat> excuse me, with Jen, uh, I think the fear is just that we don't have that 10-second delay button, and gosh yeah, yes. knows what could happen in the course of just a few seconds. Yeah, you've been married to her long enough that you probably yeah. understand that mm-hmm. and respect that. So what's going on, Dan? Dan. Well, I'm just wondering why we have two women going over to school when there's all these men working over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think there's going to be a point where there's um, a team of men involved. Oh, down the road. perpetuating oh. the stereotype here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 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 no. no I, men behind the machine. Nope, I do believe that there will be a time in the future. From what I understand, that right. a group of these guys I will heard, be doing the same. I heard Thomas and Wade mm-hmm. might be hand, he, heading over to do some stuff. And, and if anybody could make me a pair of lounge pants, that'd be great. Okay. Do you, want, like, do you want like Zumba style? Uh, I'm not picky. Whatever Sherry wants to do. Okay. What's your inseam, Dan? <laughs> we might as well get these details out now. <laughs> well, it's kind of cold out, so it's about 32 inches right now. Oh, my Lord. Sunstroke, hang sunstroke up. supposed to come out later. It might be around. Hang up. It is snowing right now. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> there are some flurries out there. Oh, my goodness. You need to learn to hang mm. up sooner on him. <laughs> Why? Because the more he talks, the more inappropriate it gets. I thought that's I what know, yeah, I thought that's, that's what a morning show was point, all about. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thought that's what I, that's what we kind of did here, but then again, who knows? That's just that's just that's just me. Maybe that's just me. This is the impossible question. What are you talking about? That's impossible. That's impossible. Impossible. I work for the government. On the ninety five X morning show. All right, guys, here we go. Thirty seven percent of office workers say they have caught a coworker doing what? <laughs> Bloodletting. Sleeping. Sleeping. Incorrect. Wait, what's the percentage? 37% of office workers say they have caught their co-worker doing this. Cheating. Clipping their toenails. Watching movies on their computers. So everything that was just said, clipping their toenails might be the closest. What? Fingernails. Really? Something like that? Right. So it's something like that. Personal hygiene. Correct. 
Oh, that doesn't win it, though? Mm. 37% of office workers have caught Painting their, their nails. It's not nails related. Picking their nose. Oh, Sherry's got it. Oh. 37% of office workers say they have caught their co-worker one knuckle up. There's, taking care of their nose candy. There's kind of a difference between clipping your toenails. I, it was hygiene related. I know. I get it. Craig. I get it. You said uh, stealing. I, well, that's not as close as clipping your toenails. I'd, ra- I'd rather walk in on Ninja <laughs> clipping his fingernails than, than two knuckles up. Right. Two knuckles? Two knuckles. Two knuckles. Two knuckles. Wow. My One, nose is that big. Tickling his brain. Jeez, Louise, yeah, that's worse than a COVID well, test. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. That's, that's why Sherry wears red all the time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She might one-knuckle it, but two might be pushing it. Uh, it takes the average woman 45% longer than a man to do this, which is out in the public. This is something out in the public. Takes the average woman 45% longer. Have anything to do with driving? No. Okay, good. 45% longer. Does it have to do for, like, paying for stuff? Um, Like, how long it takes them to find the card and swipe it and all is that? Is it shopping? Make it's, a decision at a restaurant. Oh, Craig's got it. Oh, yeah. You said that with confidence. Have you discovered this, or... <laughs> Observation or what? Uh, what I think he's asking is, are you a married man, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, have, I have no comment. All right. All right. We'll just leave it at that then. And lastly, 39% of men say they actually like it when their wife does this. Mm. Refuses to take out the trash? No. I mean, I Dresses think down. three of you here that should be able to answer this, right? Wears her hair up. It's not hair related. Mm. Sings in the shower. It's not singing. Uh, however, it might be mouth-related. 39% of men say they actually like it when their wife does what? Stand down, boys. Uh, gargles. <laughs> Great guess. Not gargles. Laughs. Not laughs. Whistles. Not whistles. Sneezes. Burps. Oh! Who said burps? Ninja. Yeah, you know, raising your hand on the radio. Today. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he literally just did that. Ninja literally raised his hand on the radio. Oh, that I keep forgetting. He's the video guy here. <laughs> yeah, it throws right. me. <laughs> 39% of men say they actually like it when their wife belches. I don't know. How I do give, you guys feel about that? I give my wife hell because she doesn't belch very well. Well, I got to be careful. I don't want to get anybody. I don't want to get myself in trouble. Okay. But I've got a, I got a champion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she should own that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife is definitely you, subpar you, in the belching. You category. said that you're you grew up pretty good at it, right? Oh yeah, but I yeah, I grew up with brothers. You right. know, you got to keep mm-hmm. up. I, all I can say mm-hmm. is I need root beer. Oh if, really? If yeah. I have root beer, that's where I can uncork. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but otherwise, just, just to do yeah, just to do it on its own. Like there are people that I know oh, that yeah, can do I it. Can't do that. Just drinking water and they yeah, can belch water. water. Like, How I can't do you do that? that? That's that's talent. Uh, Jennifer's <laughs> going to be along in just a moment. Plus, uh, we've got our game and five random facts straight ahead. From the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. Ninety five X. Right now, it is uh, 20 minutes after uh, 8 o'clock. almost said 6 o'clock. 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. Friday morning. It's a great day. Sherry's going downtown Beaver Dam at noon to do some sewing. She's going to teach us all 
you know, how I'm going to show you and, all that I can do How gifted and talented it. she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because you're all I suggesting I have no skills whatsoever. Jennifer is joining us right now to talk South Central Wisconsin weather. Any uh, any pep talk words, uh, Jennifer, that you have for Sherry today on her first ever sewing experience? First ever sewing experience? Like with a sewing machine? Well, it's not my first ever. It's been since the seventh grade. Okay. So it's been a long time. Like 40 years. Almost. Yeah. So and what are you sewing? A skirt, I guess. I've no been told. Ice. Yeah, I don't know any of the details. I don't know what kind of material. I don't I don't know anything about it other than that I'm going there to sew a skirt and we'll see how that goes. And she and she <laughs> and she wore a blood red shirt today just to cover up any mistakes. Perfect. So that's uh, I don't know the the cuz I have a sewing machine. So the thing that I if I don't do it for a while, the thing that I kind of, that always messes me up a little bit, um, you know, you, you tend to go slow at first with mm-hmm. the with the foot pedal, but that ends up making your lines look a little bit kind of janky, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if you go a little bit faster, it's going to look better. It, it's going to feel unnatural to do, but go a little bit faster and it's gonna, you're going to, you'll, you'll get it. Okay. It's going to look better. Yeah, okay. she's she's right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, in my sewing mas- uh, machine experience, I would say going faster is better for straighter oh, the, lines. That's what you would yep. say oh, yeah, too. That's what you were going to say. I'm, yeah. I, would yeah, I be wise to wear a thimble on every finger? <laughs> <laughs> if they can make one that fits like over your head, even I mean, never hurts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's going to be like she's going to be like Bruno. She's going to wear a bucket on her head. So I don't want to scare you. Uh, I did use a sewing machine that was a little bit older, and the needle was older, and it wasn't sharp. Oh, so it oh. skipped off to the side and some denim hit the metal base plate and snapped. And I did have it shoot past my face. Wow. Oh, no. But I made the mistake of not making sure it had a sharp needle in it before I started with I trust with denim. that the ladies will be taking yes. good care of me down there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whip around remote again today from 12 until 1 at Nancy Zeman Sewing Studio, downtown Beaver Dam. Looking forward to it. I'm, I, I said to Sherry earlier, I'm very excited about all the changes, all the things that have been going on in downtown Beaver Dam over the last couple of years. This is just another example mm-hmm. of another Absolutely. great local business that we've got coming in. All right. So you guys ready for uh, today's contest? Yes. All right. So um, I, I don't even have to hit the theme music. Today we are going to play the three and five game. The three and yes. five game. Uh, I will give you guys a ta- category. You have five seconds to name three things in that category. So, like, uh, like the, so the first one might be emergency services that Sherry's going to need today. And then Ninja would say, the police department, the fire department, EMTs. Mm-hmm. Simple like that, right? Wow, right. oh, I would okay. really injure myself if I need all <laughs> those uh, at once. I was going to say National Guard, but... <laughs> well, usually if one, one arrives, the other ones come along, right? Yeah, so usually. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> good, good point, Jennifer. Good point. All right, here we go. Uh, Jennifer, how about if you start us off today? Great. I'm so good at these fast ones. All right, Jennifer. In five seconds, name three candy bars... Twix, Snickers, and Milky Way. Look at that! She well did it done, in three it. seconds, folks! Three Woo. seconds! All right, Ninja, you ready? Why not? All right, in five seconds, Ninja, name us three types of bread. Wheat, rye, and white. Oh, look at that right there. Craig, mm-hmm. your turn. Mm-hmm. Name us three famous duos. Uh, Hall and Oates, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Sonny and Cher. Look at that! We're perfect right now. So we are tough. perfect. You got to get the ends in there. All right. Yeah. Thomas, are you ready? Okay. 
Name for me in five seconds. Three cities in New York. Uh, New York, LaGuardia, uh, and uh, Houston. <laughs> LaGuardia. LaGuardia, the airport. <laughs> uh, Buffalo, Albany would have been good choices. White Plains. Would Queens. Have been Sure. We, well, yeah, I no, guess. That's a borough. That's a borough, yeah. technically. All right, Sherry. We would have given that to you before an airport, though. Sherry, your turn in five seconds. Name us three branches of the government. Um, executive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would not do well with that. Uh, Craig, can you fill her in? Uh, uh, executive, uh, legislative, and uh, judicial. Yeah, there you go. I All was right. getting so, there. Nice. I just needed more than five seconds. All right. Uh, Jennifer, your turn. Back at you, girl. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Name three things you would find at a baseball game. Baseball, bats, and people. Look at that. Yeah. All on top of it. Baseball, bats is only one thing. Ninja, you ready? Yeah. All right. Name three things you would find in an Easter basket. Eggs, candy, a bunny. Look at that. Right there. Craig, you ready? Uh, yeah. All right. Craig's turn. Name three things you'd find in a medicine cabinet. Uh, aspirin, uh, uh, toothbrush. Uh, Sorry, Craig. You might find a few uhs in there. Right. Uh, uh, how about, uh, Mailox? Sure. Advil. Uh There you go. Uh, Thomas, you ready? I hope so. Name three things in five seconds that you put on top of ice cream. Uh, Sprinkles, sauce, and cherry. Sauce. Sherry's turn. Sherry, name three things you'd find in the honeymoon suite. (laughs) (laughs) Not... Not one. I mean, it's all the stuff you find at a regular suite. Not one. My brain was flooded with things and then thoughts like, can you say that? Is it okay to say that? And that all happened within five seconds. Bride, groom, yeah, bed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you always say it's so innocent. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> it is time for Jennifer. Jennifer, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Jennifer, in five seconds, name three things associated with hurricanes. Go. Wind, rain, clouds. Look at that. Can you throw me a softball on my next one? (laughs) Ninja. Ninja. Three candy bars. Are you no ready? Offense, Jennifer. Are you ready? <laughs> hey, I'm awful at this game. I'm taking it. <laughs> Ninja, you ready? Sure. Name three things you find. Oh, I'm sorry. Name three things you wear on your feet. Socks, shoes, slippers. There you go. Good job. Me. Super M- hard. None of those. All right. Uh, let's go over to Craig Warmbold. Craig, you ready? Um, Hold on. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here you go. In five seconds, name three rivers. Uh, the Nile, the Mississippi, and the Missouri. Oh. He got it right no, at the end, no? he didn't. He was late on this. He was the late party. on that. Uh, Thomas, are you ready? I hope. This is our, fi- this is our final two. Uh, uh, Thomas, in five seconds, name three famous painters. Uh, da Vinci, Michelangelo, and uh, my aunt. Oh. <laughs> my aunt. <laughs> Great painter. All right. Uh, Last one is for Sherry. Last one is for Sherry. Sherry, in five seconds, name three things you'd find in the gynecological office. (laughs) A doctor, a nurse. (laughs) (laughs) Close. It was actually. I know where you're going trying there. Very close. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Stirrups, riding crop. (laughs) (laughs) Or do you say riding crop? I know, (laughs) crop. 
offices have you gone to? Yeah, right? <laughs> doctor, you're going to. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> a cattle prod? Uh, that sounds like the type of office that would have a camera in there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Exactly. And Ninja wants to get more involved in that video stuff for Daily Dodge mm-hmm. TV. So, all right, let's get to it. Jennifer, let's talk a little weather. I know that some people heard the word uh, snow and right away freaked out. Doesn't sound like we're going to get much of anything. If it does, it's probably not going to last through the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's really not going to accumulate to much anything. I mean, uh, it's still still spring here in Wisconsin, so it's not it's not news. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still looking at a few scattered areas of some snow for the morning hours, then mixing with rain at times. You're a little later this morning into the afternoon. Cloudy skies today. Highs getting up right around about the upper 30s. We should be in the mid-50s, so a little bit below average for this time of the year. Slight chance for rain and snow mixing tonight, then becoming all snow late. Overnight lows around about 28. Sunny skies, though, to start off the weekend tomorrow. Beautiful day for your Saturday. High 46 degrees. 53 here on Sunday with partial sunshine developing. Monday, chance for rain showers. Cloudy high 58. And then on Tuesday, Stay a chance for rain, cloudy high around 57 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now you're just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. Ninja, would there be any way that we could incorporate this music into a TikTok video of some sort? If you can get it to me, you better believe I can. All right. I think I thought you were going to say into that gynecology office for a second. So my 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 thought <laughs> is the uh, running crop hurt a little less. My my thought is to have this music and have Jennifer hula hooping because she's oh. so good. Ooh, that's if right. you can get me video of her hula hooping, I'll put the two together. No, remember, I'll do it if I get if I visit you guys. Okay, get her down here, Rick. Make it happen. All right, let's happen. Let's. By make the way, it uh, YouTube Hooper. says your workout video already has thirty-two views and a like. Really? Yay! Is he hula hooping? <laughs> no, but I don't know. Maybe we can make that a workout thing. Yeah, I wish that we'd have to bring Jennifer in though. If if we're gonna do hula hooping, we have to bring her in. She's our. Runner. They have weighted hula hoops. I got one for my mom. She really wanted one. Nice. nice. You got like those big weighted hula hoops there, Jennifer? Like the big ones? Like the big hula hoops? Like, like, like the ones you don't find at Woolworth? Like the ones that you stand inside and like you're in the hoop, but you're not. There there are like big professional hula hoops that I've just seen in my life. I didn't know if you were like that level of hula hooper. I mean, I I don't, I don't, I mean, they're not massive hula hoops. They're just like thicker weighted hula hoops. They're not thicker weighted hula hoops. Okay. All right. All right. Interesting. Random fact number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh. He's a professional wrestler, right? Because Stone Cold. Because Stone Cold said so. He got his nickname because his then British wife would tell him to drink his tea before it got Stone Cold. No. Hmm. That's interesting. Frightening. I never pictured him as a tea drinker. Right? So no. Not when not when you have a guy that smashes two cans of beer together and then guzzles them. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is interesting because we talked about this yesterday, and it shows up in our random facts today. The highest point in Florida is Britain Hill, and Britain Hill is three hundred and forty-five feet above sea level. <laughs> nothing. Hmm. That is that I mean there is no state that has such a low high point as Florida. 345 feet. That's that's as high as you can find in Florida. 
That's mm. unbelievable. Well, it seems like a lot of Florida has reached a low point at one point or another. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not talk politics now. Keeps the gators happy. Uh, random mm. fact number three. A Wendy's Frosty isn't all chocolate. It's actually a chocolate vanilla swirl because they thought if it was all chocolate, it would overpower the flavor of the food. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. I haven't had a good Frosty in a while. And they wanted to be cheap. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably mm. like. This is one that's crazy. You guys know that there are six state capitals that are west of Los Angeles. I want yep. you to think about what I just said. There are six state capitals that are actually west of Los Angeles. Who can name huh. them? Two of them make sense. I mean, you got S- Seattle. Well, Seattle's or, not a state uh, capital. Whatever the right. capital of Washington. You got Anchorage, I'm sure. Anchorage, Honolulu, Olympia, Honolulu, and Aunt Honolulu and Juno. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. Juno. Sacramento. Right. Sacramento's number three. Mm-hmm. Oh. Salem. Salem, Salem. Oregon's number four. And isn't the capital of Nevada west of it, too? Yeah, you are correct. Carson City is number five, and then Olympia, Washington Mm -hmm. is number six. That's hard to believe. I think all of us just think, when you think of Los Angeles, you think about it as about as far as west as you can go. No. You know? California is America's elbow. Yeah, it is a huge elbow. Uh, Random fact number five. Do you guys remember the famous painting of dogs playing poker? Yes. 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 I think everybody remembers that one. It's actually part of a series of 16 paintings commissioned by a cigar company to use for advertising of their cigars. Hmm. The dogs are sitting around playing poker in 11 of the 16 paintings. Huh. That's one I never... I wonder I never what they're doing in that. the other five. I don't know what they're doing in the other five. Playing pool. Maybe. Maybe rolling dice. Maybe forecasting weather for Maybe all sewing. Hey. Yeah, Maybe sniffing butts. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> and they are dogs. Right, they are dogs, after all. Jennifer, make it a great weekend. You got any big plans? I am matron of honor in a wedding, so yes. Oh. Big oh, weekend. Congratulations. Yeah. Is, are you excited about it? I am excited. I'm not excited to give a speech, um, but, you know comes with the territory. Right, it, exactly. Well, <laughs> hey, make it a great speech and have a great time at the wedding. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good weekend. All right, there's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast again brought to you by McKinstry's. Craig, are you going to be hanging around to take care of news? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so news is coming up next. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Weather was brought to you. Let's head back over to that Daily Dodge News Center to get this local news update. Craig Warmbold joining us right now with a look at news. Craig? A Dodge County Board supervisor wants to prohibit defeated resolutions from being brought back up for a vote in the same session unless it is substantially different. The proposed rule from David Guckenberger was created after the board failed twice to approve borrowing for road repairs in as many months. The board tried a third time in March, which again failed, but some contested it was against their rules of order to reconsider the matter. Guckenberger's rule was discussed at the board's executive committee this week and will be brought back again next month. The Beaverdam Common Council this week approved acceptance of a donation from Project Lifesaver. The Beaverdam Police Department is among the local agencies offering the program that locates missing persons with a tendency to wander, perhaps due to cognitive conditions such as autism, dementia, Alzheimer's, or Down syndrome. The $2,000 donation comes from the Dementia Concern
Concerns Coalition, a group whose focus is the quality of life for people impacted by dementia that announced recently it would be disbanding after 20 years. Dodge County Sheriff says a mailing from the Badger State Sheriff's Association is legit. Sheriff Dale Schmidt says the honorary membership mailing seeks support of citizens for sheriffs statewide. He says the Badger Sheriff's Association, which he is the vice president of, represents every sheriff in all 72 Wisconsin counties. Well, a Beaver Dam intersection set to close next week for road repairs. City officials say the east leg of the East South Street and South University Avenue intersection will be shut down to all traffic next Tuesday through Thursday. The intersection anticipated to be reopened to all motorists by next Friday. The work schedule is, of course, dependent on weather conditions. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Is that right across the street from the hospital? So, yeah, I would say that is, you know, South University, East South Street. It's in that area. Um, I would have to look at a, uh, a map right now to maybe uh, get the uh, the specifics of that. Because it's, um, like, uh, it's like, I always get confused, like, where South Street is, and there's Davis Street, and there's Mill Street, and they're all kind of right in that same neck of the woods. Yeah, kind of kind of right around there. Uh, I'm looking. It's uh, it's not coming to me right away here, but, okay. uh, I mean, it's basically right in that, uh, in that area. In that area. And you yeah. said it's going to be closed for how, how long? Basically next week. It's not like South Spring Street, which, uh, you know, that leg of South Spring Street that starts at uh, Front Avenue. It was essentially going to be closed for the summer. Months, right. Yeah, yeah it sounds like they're, it looks like they're doing quite a few streets this year. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I you know, if you think about it, last year, uh, we just didn't get uh, the uh, the numbers that we wanted. And uh, I, I think by the time, if I recall correctly, the borrowing came around. A lot of the contractors were already busy with other work. So I think a lot of it got pushed into this year, I want to say. Sure. But um, uh, that's probably not an uncommon situation. Uh, so... Uh, East South Street intersects South University. Let's see, I'm on East South right now. Uh, really at the uh, at Volkers over there. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it would be on the uh, right no. on the corner where the Swan Park and cross street from exactly where Swan Park is. And, and yeah, I suppose like uh, the the. The Marshfield Medical Center campus is technically one block down on Webster, but it's it's right there. And so if you're heading to the hospital or you're going out of town that way, uh, that's where you might uh, encounter that uh, that snarling. Of right. Traffic. They'll have to they'll have to detour you. Just it's the to... east leg of that uh, as well. So the east leg is really um, the east south portion. So you should be able to get through W. OK, it looks like. Right. Good. Well, have you ever applied for a job and then not heard back? from the bosses, like why you didn't get the oh, job. And you, of course. You, you think to yourself, was I just not experienced? Was my resume not flashy enough? Was What was it about me that, uh, for some reason, I didn't get a look back? Hmm. 27-year-old uh, man in London is pretty sure now why he did not hear back on his application for his dream job at his dream company. He submitted his application with his cover letter... And he tried to maintain hope, thinking the employer just maybe didn't get back to him. And then he looked back at what he sent. And yes, he did send a cover letter. And yes, he did send his application. And yes, he did submit his STD results. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's good. That's important. You don't want herpes in a job like that. Yeah. He Yikes. had just received the results back on his STD. <laughs> And somehow ended up accidentally <laughs> attaching them to his... Was he negative? Yeah, don't leave us hanging. <sighs> uh, 
I don't know for sure. No. I do know the young man ended up getting a job elsewhere, though. Well, maybe at, at least, the STD clinic. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, I just got to say, Rick, uh, great glute activation in this workout video of yours. Oh, thank you. Take five for fitness? Yeah. That was uh, like something. That was clever. an idea that Ninja had. And came to me and said, would you be willing to do something like this? And I said, yeah, I can do that. So. Yeah, you're marching in place. You got some cross jacks going on. Yeah. Trying to get, trying to get uh, people healthy five minutes at a time. That's what you got to do right now, right? People are busy. Yep. Got to help them out. All right. Uh, want to, by the way, speaking of helping out, Vita Park Eye Associates, they are really big on helping people out, whether it's something as simple as getting a new pair of glasses or contact lenses to something even more elaborate than that, like uh, dealing with eye ulcers. Yuck, which I've had to deal with in the past. Not fun. And, of course, cataract surgery. Uh, I love when I hear the Uncle Bill testimonial on the air. And talks about how he went in for cataract surgery and all of a sudden came out of surgery seeing things so much better and so much clearer and so much bigger. That was exactly the same experience that I had with my eye surgery at Vita Park Eye Associates. You don't have to struggle with poor eyesight. Not when you've got the experts right in your own backyard to help you out. Vita Park Eye Associates. Call and make an appointment today. And by the way, they are easy to find. They're next to the YMCA of Dodge County in Beaver Dam. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95. It's the morning show. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up helps get me out of bed in the morning. I listen to it when I'm driving to work. It takes the stress away. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. On 95X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, Thomas, Mm. the floor is yours. Mm. Oh, morning show. Uh, What do we got? April 8th in history today. The first synagogue in uh, New York City was dedicated in 1730. Really? Hmm. Wow, 1730. So wow. almost wow. 300 years. That's incredible. Wow. That yeah. yeah, is. 1879, the fire escape ladder was patented by J.R. Winters. Well, is that like a rope ladder that you throw down on a window? or Like a fire escape, like you'd see in yeah. New York or something? Oh, okay. The one metal one scaffolding on the side? Oh, right. I see. The one that uh, Joe Pesci tried to jump and grab a hold of when they were in New York, and he slipped on the grease and fell on the ground? Yep, I got you. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, one would... F- I would just assume, like, they made it, like, without that little ladder on the bottom, and it just went down to the the street, and then... They, I assume, would have to find out the hard way that people were just climbing up those things and going in people's windows. Right. Yeah. Probably. I'm guessing. Right. A complete speculation. I've done no research whatsoever to back up that. So the same year the fire escape ladder, ladder was patented, 1879, was also the year that Echo Farms Dairy Company of New York sold milk in glass bottles oh. for the first time in the U.S. I remember, mm. getting, I remember getting those glass bottles of milk delivered to our house when I was a kid. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah, old. It was like 120 years ago. I'm old. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. Go ahead. Make your jokes. Wow. Was, was there like a... Was there a guy like, we got milk here for you, Sonny? No, you had a milk chute on the side of your house, oh, okay. and then they put that milk chute in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a fresh one every day? Mm-hmm. Mm. You did get a fresh one every day. Well, I mean, if you ordered it, yeah. Yeah. Huh. 
1990, Twin Peaks premiered on ABC. Yeah, I remember that was a big deal. Still haven't figured that one out. All right. And it's kind of weird. And finally, 1994, Leeds singer of Nirvana, Kurt Cobain, was found dead, uh, having uh, been... uh, uh, killed himself two or three days earlier. Yeah, I think a gardener. We'll 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 be featuring some uh, some great music uh, coming up in our kick in a classic. I mean that that whole thing was weird because uh, on the fourth of April, uh, and this never gets picked up in any kind of history things. But as I remember, on the fourth of April, the the headlines broke that Kurt Cobain was dead, and what he, he had died. Huh. Yeah, so it would have been. Four days ago, uh, that's everybody's like, "Oh my God, Kurt Cobain died! I can't believe it!" And then and it was like the big news story of the day. And then, like by the end of the day, it was like, "Oh no, he's just uh, he's just not feeling well. He's had some stomach issues. He's on tour or whatever. He wasn't on tour because he died at home." But uh, then, like the next day, it was like, "Oh, Kurt Cobain's alive!" And then, like three days later, he was dead again. And really? Like, wow! What? What? What happened? And, oh and my! We, nobody believed it the second time because it didn't happen right. four days earlier. Right. Oh so, my God! I mean, it was just a, the whole thing was weird. But I've never nobody's really ever even talked about that in the how many years? Twenty years since it happened? Thirty right. years? Almost I'm just it, I'm just trying to figure out why why somebody would start that rumor huh. unless they knew something. Well, that's going thing. into I, it. I, yeah, I, I, maybe I should do a little more research before I speak on it or something like that. But. Uh, I don't. I don't think he was actually dead at that point. I think it was proven that he was alive on the fourth. Right. So. But he died a couple days later. A couple days because later. because he was found after he had been dead for a couple of days, if I recall correctly. I, I don't remember the length of time that he was he was dead. But it's right. not like this. It's not like somebody heard the shotgun blast and exactly up. exactly. Uh, Thomas, you got celebrity birthdays? I do. Yes. Um, starting off with Sadie Calvano. She is Violet Plunkett, Anna Faris's daughter on Mom. She's Ooh. 25 today. Okay. Uh, Matthew Healy, lead singer of the band in 1975, is 33. Good music. Um, Katie Sackoff, oh. Bo- Bo-Katan on The Mandalorian, yeah. is 42. And she also was uh, kind of a good guy, bad guy in one of the seasons of 24. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think, I think her character was involved with Freddie Prince Jr. Hmm. In, one of the, in one of the years. Uh, Robin Wright is 56. Ah. Okay. Princess Buttercup. Uh, Richard Hatch, original winner of Survivor. Exactly. Doesn't like the IRS. Neither do we. 61. And uh, Betty Ford was born in 1918. First, uh, former first lady. And we, we have Linda Coleman of Madison, who's celebrating a birthday. And Kim sent that birthday in. So happy birthday, Linda. We are going to get to our Kicking It Classic. That's coming up in just a moment. Hey, if you're looking for a lot of fun things to happen, then you want to happen your way over to Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells, where they've got the Dreamboat and Vacay giveaway coming up on April 16th. That's right, April the 16th. One winner, a trip to Hawaii, $2,000 cash. You heard right. They're going to be giving away a bunch of cash that day, rewards play, all kinds of fun things. That is taking place on April the 16th, and then on April the 29th, they're going to be giving away a 2022 C-Ray plus $2,000 in cash. The Dreamboat and Vacay giveaways going on at Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells. Don't forget, Friday means multiplier downpours. And they've got great uh, thunder and lightning hot seats taking place on Saturdays. Lots of fun things happening at Ho-Chunk. Check it out on their website and also on the Facebook page, Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studio, this is today's best music. 95X. Best music. 95X. 
All right. So you guys know what we're going to feature today on our kick in a classic. Um, with today being the day that Kurt Cobain was found dead. It says, Craig, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Yeah. It says that he died on April 5th. Hmm. Is that, I mean, if, is there, do we really know? I, I'm sure if it, I'm, you know, Wikipedia is never wrong, Richard. I, that's, um, well, that's why I bring that up. I mean, I, but I, I'm sure it's accurate. I honestly don't remember. I, you know, the 8th was the day that the, the word came out. Right. Um, so, in, you know, I mean, I do remember there being kind of like a, you know, was it a cover-up? Was it, you know, did he? So, I, I would have to go back and probably watch a documentary that went through day by day of that day to really, um, to, to really understand. His it. note, his note really didn't say a lot. Uh, the note that he left. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like, we grew up in a time of, uh, you know, you and I both came up with Elvis is still alive, he's hiding his, uh, you know, whatever, and this uh, artist is really still alive, and that artist is really still alive. Jim Morrison, yeah. Jim Morrison is still alive from the doors, and, like, honestly, like, Kurt Cobain is the one that I'd be like, yeah, he was maybe just trying to get out of a, a, he hated the spotlight. He, you know, I would not be surprised if Kurt was alive on an island somewhere, and only Courtney and uh, and Francis Bean knew he was alive. Huh? And I know that sounds crazy, but like he just hated the spotlight that much. What, for somebody that hated the spotlight, why did he get involved in in rock music then? I mean, I, he, did, I he loved music. I don't think the Damn Heathens are going to be like the world's greatest band in the world. But if for some reason it happened tomorrow, it would be a complete shock to me. Right. You know, just because I, I, you just play music because you like to play music. Yeah. You don't expect that you are going to be the. I mean, maybe he thought he'd be successful. He was not successful. He was success. I mean, he was the <laughs> the epitome of rock music in 1992. It says it says the associated. What would associated acts be? Because it says Nirvana, Earth. The Melvins, the Jury, and a band called Fecal Matter. Yeah, what? like those are were all like uh, kind of subcultural Seattle area gotcha. bands. Like the gotcha. Melvins were probably Kurt's biggest inspiration. So they they were the bands that he looked up to. There's a few covers of uh, many of those. Uh, um, bands that you just mentioned that uh, pop up on like Unplugged, like Lake of Fire is the Meat Puppets and uh, the Melvins. There's a couple songs that he's covered of the Melvins that appear on like compilation albums so, and stuff. So here's the thing I did not know about Nirvana, and you probably did, because uh, that was your time frame. Yeah, yeah, um, I, was, I was a fan of him at the time. So when he when Kurt Cobain formed Nirvana, it was Chris Novoselic, right? Yeah, it was, it's always just been him, and there's been like a rotating cast of drummers that have have come up. And over Aaron the time. Burkhart, I've never heard that name. Burkhart, yeah, no, I, I, Chad Channing, all these different drummers that came came along during that time until Dave Grohl, right? Uh, I mean, it, it was just kind of a rotating cast. Yeah, so I mean, really, Nirvana was just Chris Novoselic and and Kurt Cobain. And and I I don't want to say that anything negative against Dave Grohl, but he came on late. He came on with the the big successful breakthrough album, you right? Know? So and he could have been if it was yeah he he could have been gone just as easily. But it did seem like their personalities did kind of mesh. Yeah. So I think Dave probably would have been the one that stuck around for a while had things gone in a different direction. Exactly, hmm. exactly. But yeah, they say that. Uh, and Cobain was just another one of those many rock and roll stars that died at the age of twenty seven. Yeah, you know, you know, it's just when you hear that, it's it's freaky, isn't it? It's creepy. 
I, you know, I, I don't know. It, is it or isn't it? You know, I mean, he, he's a young man who is just now starting to get everything he wants. He's, you know, doing drugs for kind of the, you know, he had been doing them for a few years, but now he's got all he wants at his fingertips. I mean, it's the same. It, it, it shouldn't come as a surprise when you give somebody everything they want and they want hardcore drugs that'll kill you that they die. You know, right. I, don't, I don't know why some people are surprised by that. I think it's maybe the musicians who've died not on drugs that might be a, the, the, the stranger thing. Well, don't do drugs, kids. I right. mean, come on. Exactly. Um, and we just heard about what happened with Taylor Hawkins. Um, right. You know, mm-hmm. with the amount of drugs that were in his system. Right. You know, you go back to Tom Petty, and I mean, the list goes on and on. And, well, yeah, and fentanyl adds a whole new dynamic to this that, you know, most of the 27 Club, none, I mean, fentanyl wasn't even an issue. And now you've got something that, whoops, it's in there. Oh, and it killed you because it's just so powerful and nobody told you that it was right. in there. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's shocking. It's very scary. Well, uh, this song debuted in the world of music. Back on March 2nd, 1992. It's our Kicking It Classic as we wrap up the morning show. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kicking It Classic. It's the Kicking It Classic on the 95X Morning Show. 